Hi, welcome to the show. We got another episode of Arguably Awesome Podcast. And why don't you go ahead and take a look? Who's in the captain's chair today? In a world, in a galaxy, once upon a time. It's the Arguably Awesome Podcast, starring A Card and Airflow. All right, free 1 800, dial that shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, I had. I wish I had the whole the flashing. I need to do editing for that to make that epic. <laughs> oh hey, we got your back on that one, man. Oh man, so I'm sure you're all probably wondering for those of you listening what we're talking about. Um, we've got space backgrounds because today's a space themed episode. We're talking about aliens. Acar, tell them, tell them, and make it so I shall. I'm trying to do Picard, my favorite next generation. Um, yeah. We're going to be talking about the final frontier. Oh, man, really? They got the... Okay, here we go. I was going to say the... Oh, the green is green screened on that. You this do it like the makeup on pendant, by the way. Klingon pendant my dad gave it to me. He had it since the 90s, I guess. Oop, there it is. Can we can we get a focus on it? Like they do in the... Oh, come on. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm using a high def camera that was expensive. It's not working. But yeah, we're going to be going into details of conspiracies, government cover ups, UFOs, theories. You name it. We're talking pop culture like books, video games, all the things that cover aliens from whether it be like some cartoon TV show to like ancient aliens on History Channel. We're talking it all. You know, what our personal experiences are and what we believe. Could be lying yeah. beyond the stars. Because we believe in you. That's Ghostbusters? No. I um, I don't know. The U.S. Army? I, it beats me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, today's... You want to take us into it? Absolutely. Uh, today's oh, wait. non-alcoholic, do... not sponsor. Oh, no. Oh. No, yeah, don't do it. Is it space-related? Uh, yeah, but go ahead and do your thing, and then I'll just cut it later. Oh, I just wanted to do some dipshit thing. I just wanted to show you what it looked like. Because uh, I, I actually watched a video of what it was like if somebody got probed. Because, you know, when they have you, you know, when you're, like, comatose, and they, like, sedu- sedate you? I mean, so far is what they said. But, you, you, you know, like, you've heard, like, people getting probed and all this stuff, like, but, like implants like embedded in their skin yeah but you yeah you're watching videos of people getting probed no (laughs) (laughs) butt plugs i don't know (laughs) no but i saw this one uh i had a dream that i was taken into this alien ship and i couldn't move and then all of a sudden you know they probed me and i'm like "Ah!" in the thing Good lord. Editing the audio on that's gonna be hell. I could hear I it breaking <laughs> for here. I actually never had a dream about me being probed. I just really wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I figured. 
uh yeah check out 3d world on uh uh instagram you'll see weird shit like that uh it'll fuck me up uh but yeah look the plug the beer plug it oh right shoot i'm fucking listening to all that i forgot what where we're even at uh <laughs> uh um uh, shit what is this called um so we got uh, a beer from Three Magnets Brewing. It's called Hinterland Hefeweizen. And if oh. you can see that, it's got a little spaceman riding a bike. <laughs> For some surface. reason, a German Mood. space movie would sound awesome. Hinterland Hef. Yeah, they, that actually does look pretty good. Does it taste it's, as good as it looks? You know what? I'll put my shades back on. Uh, we're going to find out. Oh, oh, it is a first time try. Ooh, okay. look at all that real frosty. review. It's a podcast with a beer review. I should do a probe review. Would that make me? Eh, never mind. We'll Ooh, that I do like a hefeweizen, and this is crispy. Hmm. Oh, it's got a almost like a floral kind of um, finish to it too. Wow. Okay. Can you, you guys, how that? hoppy is it? I I can't drink beer that's totally hoppy unless I'm in Germany. I believe this one has a dry hopped kind of thing going on. Um, okay. And it says it's got, I don't know what, Saz, S-A-A-Z, and Melba, M-E-L-B-A. But um, Melba. it says it's a Hefeweizen Whirlpool hopped. So I'm assuming they add the hops, I don't know, by stirring it in the Whirlpool? Like I, I don't know all these technical terms. They're like, we Whirlpool dry hopped it with size i'm like i don't know what any of that is but it tastes damn good and a hint of nutmeg in there too now i'm like oh really i could only taste a few of those things but i'll still drink it do you with think it'd be a man? fail if we did I a beer it was gonna... podcast because <laughs> i don't know shit about beer <laughs> hey that's what research is for man you can always educate yourself and maybe yeah. it might be humoring just to watch us talk about beer and we are getting by. <laughs> I mean, we could always do an episode unless you want to spin off into a whole podcast. I mean, I'd be willing to drink beer for a podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. Listen to Tarzan boy. And every time they go, Oh, you had to drink. We'd be drunk. I've got a freaking, um, uh, journal, a beer journal somewhere where I write down beers that I actually like, like, like and then I want to remember them. I'm like, Oh, scribble, oh really? scribble. Mm-hmm. Okay. my uh, lady was nice enough to get me one of those. Actually, one of my old uh, elementary school friends that I'm still in touch with, we we made a couple of home videos together and whatnot. He owns his own brewing thing now, and he lives in oh, where does he live now? Somewhere in the in Midwest. But uh, he owns his own brewing company. He loves our pot. He's the one that was talking to us mostly in our arguably awesome Facebook group. That's right. That's right. I do remember. I, I do said- remember. Shout out to he, Isaac. Thank he, you very he's much. He's a dude. big supporter. He he loves anything that I've done since we were kids, and I'm glad for him. Uh, he hasn't changed a bit. He's just a father now. Oh wow! Yeah, congratulations. So we could we could definitely talk about beer. We'd have somebody to talk about beer with to educate us and educate the people that don't know much about beer, but they love to drink it. Boom! Done. Figured it out. Shout <laughs> That's out fair. Isaac. That's fair. Um. Now speaking of podcast. Oh yeah, I think we have forgot what we're currently doing. Uh, whoopsie, fatality. <laughs> we're, we're talking about aliens in space, folks. Um, and and Anthony asked me to jump it off a card over here, so I I will go ahead and just kind of spin you off here. 
I want to talk about aliens and pop culture. Just get that out of the way. Just kind of familiarize people with the concept oh, of aliens. <laughs> if we're going in the direction I think we're going to go with this topic, I'm a, <laughs> okay, go. Uh, one of my first experiences with aliens as far as, um, you know, uh, TV shows and stuff was concerned was X-Files. Back when yeah. they were introducing you to guys who looked like this. You know what I'm saying? Little little men who look like that. The greys. Uh, the greys. Oh. How do they wear sunglasses <laughs> without a nose? I don't know. That guy looks like he's got a nose. Here, let me just bend over. <laughs> that was I'm trying to mimic the face of the alien. <laughs> They're going to mean me or something on here. Maybe I should stop being stupid. <laughs> no, no, okay. it's perfect, man. Oh, there we go. Um, but yeah, X Files had some of like the uh, creepiest stories about like extraterrestrial yeah, activities, and um, <laughs> I mean from like shadow creatures to like you know people with no eyebrows and stuff like G Men, Men in Black, um, like there's all sorts of um, creepy stories that they you know made you kind of open your mind to the possibilities, if you will, um, to there being extra life outside of the planet. Yep. Oh, Definitely. aliens might have been one that was a bit extreme. <laughs> oh my goodness sakes, aliens is intense. Movie. I mean, definitely kick-ass movie. Definitely kick-ass movie, for sure. Um, I mean, gotta love, um, what is it, Ridley Scott's uh, directorial? Uh, Alien, yeah, I think the first Alien in 1978 or 79 was his first, his first movie, his first Incredible. directorial debut incredible yeah definitely was for what it was at the time did you know that the scene that they do with the chest bursting they didn't uh warn the other castmates except for the one having the chest bursting that 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 was what was going to happen because they wanted the shock and surprise (laughs) oh my goodness could you imagine you're just like trying to film a scene and you're like ah ah I forgot about, I read that because I'm a big thing on commentary behind the scenes, which you only get on Blu-rays now, unfortunately. But yeah, I remember them sharing that you reminded me about that. There you go. Yeah, that's always good. That's a little factoid for you folks at home. (laughs) Love that. Mm. Mm. Speaking of aliens, uh, what did you think of Prometheus? The The, the, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Alien Isolation, the video game. Um, Prometheus. I think I was 50-50 on it. I mean, the storyline was good. You know what? Actually, maybe that was really a good movie. I haven't. I only seen it once, and I seen it the year or year after it came out. And that was like, what, 10 years ago now? At this right? point in time, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't fully finish it because uh, I will be honest. After a certain point, I was kind of like sneeze, but it just caught me yeah, at a bad time. Maybe that's why I don't remember much of it. All I remember is the alien who gets fused with the ship driving part or something. Uh, the planet. Um, I never saw the second one. I remember mm. the last one. It was like a weird looking alien that was kind of small. Uh now they're trying to do a reboot with Sigourney Weaver, where she comes back. And it's supposed to be after Aliens, or a sequel to Aliens or something? So many of these spinoffs will definitely have a podcast for reboots and, oh, gosh. and remakes. Tell me about it. I think there's another Predator coming out called Prey. It actually and looks kind of good. 
Yeah, I will admit it actually does look pretty good. <laughs> I wish we could get a medieval times uh, Jeepers Creepers movie where you where he's fighting mm. knights and all that. That'd be interesting. Dude, I thought that um, it's about it's about time for another Jeepers Creepers. It's been probably long enough for them to be Five like, oh yeah, now, it's, it's time for him years? to it's time for him to wake up and feed on children. Did you see the third one? I don't think I did. I did. No, I, I, I'm aware of it. But there were some good scenes in it. Yes, I, I haven't seen you. it. Um, um, yeah. Needed well, aliens, about, though. I did not share my introduction. I forgot to share my introduction to aliens. Um, not the film aliens. What was the first alien movie? I remember in the 90s, there was a show called Alien Nation, where it was like bald aliens that lived with humans. And they look kind of human, but they're bald and they have brown spots on their Should I Should I share a picture? Yeah, feel free, man. That sounds Actually, familiar. Actually, you, you're, you're faster at that with me. Just look up Alien Nation TV show. It was like late 80s, early 90s. Um, it was like an alien cop or the human cop, and the aliens and the humans have this thing that was like racism almost. I think that's what the show was kind of working off of, racism and how you work together in culture. Because I think in the 80s, that movie Colors came out. You said it was a TV movie. show? Yeah. Alien Nation. One word, I believe. Let's see. Oh, wow. It's got quite a few faces that are pretty popular. It, it's a wait. It's a TV show with actual people? Yeah. Live action. <laughs> a Los Angeles police detective copes with his new partner. Hold on. Let me go back and share this really quick. Yeah. Just dude, share it. I actually in. would watch it because my dad would watch it on the Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-Fi Channel had a lot of great shows in the 90s. Share this. Okay. So... We got the episode guide here, season one, pilot one. A Los okay. Angeles police detective copes with his new partner, an alien, struggling to assimilate into Earth society. <laughs> I know it's a late eighties man, eighty nine. <laughs> oh my gosh, Los Angeles police detective guy, and with Sykes in Francisco, investigate a doctor who is killing newcomers to benefit human patients. Uh, so we're killing aliens for their organs. <laughs> oh, oh! I actually don't remember the premise of this show. To be honest, oh, oh my, my god, gosh. that's so great! Oh, jeez. Okay, I might have to harvesting aliens. Deep dive into this. Oh gosh, hey, yeah, it's a science fiction look... police procedural adapted from the nineteen ninety uh, nineteen eighty eight movie. Stars Gary Graham as Detective Matthew Sykes, yeah. reluctantly working with newcomer alien Sam George Francisco. <laughs> my my name's Sam Francisco. <laughs> Wait, he used an Earth name for? Is this the alien's name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember I saw the movie and I then I'd watch the TV show. Oh man, is what morning. is happening? Oh my gosh. Oh, certain anatomical differences and have been bred with greater physical strength and intelligence, but are otherwise humanoid. These newcomers are accepted as the latest immigrants to the U.S. Explores issues around their integration into the multicultural society. Oh, my gosh. So as if the great American melting pot couldn't be, you know, 80 more <laughs> overcooked and like, you know, too many chefs. And then, then, then we're going to add aliens to the mix. It's like, you know, hey. As if uh, us New Yorkers didn't have enough problems, and now we got aliens stealing our jobs. Come on. Exactly. It sounds a bit racist, doesn't it? (laughs) 
It's it's definitely something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you ever watch that show? Do any Mm-mm. of the images look familiar? No. Must have been, my dad must have been very adventurous on the TV back then. It was either that or Swamp Thing. I'm going to have um, to mess around with that. That's uh, That's so funny. It was either that or Mac and me. I mean... The options are so limited. But no, then I got in. So yeah, long story short, Alien Nation. Um, then, of course, the Alien movies. I remember there was a limited toy line that was promote, promoting a, that was going to be a cartoon, but it was canceled, but they still made the toys. It was called Alien... Aliens? It was just called Aliens. You'd have like a flying alien, a hammerhead alien. I, I have the toys. Uh, I should have brought them in. I just totally forgot. But yeah. Stuff like that, simple stuff. If you grew up in the 90s, you'd see it. How about we talk about a book of mine that I really like called The Day After Roswell. Oh, excuse me, Roswell. It is a <laughs> book about how... Um, oh, it's a book written by... Um, hold on, I have the name I right say the here. The Day After Tomorrow. I was going to say, oh, no. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> But it's um, written by uh, William J. Burns, based off the testimonies of Colonel Philip J. Corzo. Okay. And it's about um, the literal days um, in between the aliens hovering around and crashing and then the military developing a technology based off of this um, alien technology by reverse engineering. They stripped apart UFOs yeah. and used that technology to make like smartphones and microchips and x-rays x-rays and have been around vision for years too not like after 1947 that's true that. it was like a freaking technological boom after that that is true I forgot about I heard about that before and I forgot all about it. now you're bringing it up man I'm stupid no, 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 no. You're not stupid, buddy. You're not stupid. Never. I just did some, uh, I, well, one, I watched that show Ancient Aliens, which is so amazing. And they talked about this book. That's a good And show. I couldn't help. Oh, dude, love Ancient Aliens. Um, but they mentioned the day after Roswell and I, I bought it off of Google Play Books. And, uh, funny enough, we're sitting here talking about Roswell. Um, July 3rd slash the 4th, depending on who's telling the story. My birthday. Marks the 75th anniversary this year of the Roswell crash in New Mexico. You mean that that weather balloon? Allegedly, allegedly. The stuff they say the the smart the more technology advances, the smarter we as a society become, and also the dumber. Oh and my it, gosh! Well, it's, yeah, uh, it's irony. But yeah, stuff like this is so obvious. Um, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot of books like that, but it's hard to find a really good one that actually sounds like, you know what I mean? That that's not like BS, but it actually sounds like, oh, this person's like, you, you can definitely see that this is being something truth is being spoken. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, for instance, this guy, um, Philip J. Corzo, he's an army colonel out there in New Mexico um, at the time, and he gets um, charged by a general twining. Uh, with this file based off of the alien technology they ripped out of the ship and he tasked him with putting this uh, you know information this technological information out into the R&D development programs um, I know it's research and development so it's redundant <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's just something a little quicker to say it 
<laughs> yeah. But basically, he like spreads it out across the world. I mean, to safe, you know, safe people that he can trust to develop this technology for American interest. At one point, they were going to try and use this technology to build a base on the moon. And yeah. uh, that's pretty intense. I'm not going to lie, but that'd be pretty sick. They were trying to beat the Russians at the time because yeah, it was kind yeah. of like Cold War Angel era. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Russia's had their own like Roswellian type events where aliens have crashed um, yeah. over in the Soviet. Speaking of the moon base, I would say back in 2012, I did heavy research or browsing on YouTube because YouTube had a lot of like UFO stuff. And I tried to find those same videos. I can't find them anymore. But one that I think is still up there is like buildings abandoned buildings or crystal castles that are on the moon oh dude i was that's so great that you mentioned that. i was just looking at that yesterday it was like 10 years ago i find all these weird alien videos like that did you see the one about the girl who looked like she had q-tips everywhere on her face like the frozen female body oh, and they're like yeah. slowly try i'm like is this real because it's so close up you don't know but i couldn't help it just keep and it'd be like one wormhole after another. you go oh no, what's this video next what's this video next oh, no i understand <laughs> definitely the rabbit hole to be of honest, uh, those space is vast and you like it has to end but then your brain can't comprehend can it end will it end it can end because everything has an end right uh, logically but in science <laughs> my mind can uh, overload uh, Logically speaking, you would think that the, you know, galaxies have an end, but there's supposedly so many infinite, like, galaxies out there, just so many different, And this is like, our galaxy, the Milky Way, which is an amazing picture. With that new James Webb telescope footage, I follow all the NASA space groups on Facebook and on Instagram. It's, I can't get enough of the galaxies, space. I mean, there has to be, I mean, they even found an Earth, an uh, Earth 2 I mean, which we couldn't probably survive on because there's double the oxygen or something. But it's oh my God. like wow, eight of cool. our Earths in one. And as uh, I've seen like a little blurb of it that they got. Oh, so it's like Earth on steroids, huh? Yeah. I mean, come on. They say that there's this guy that works at OMSI that does the space astrology. He's really smart. Uh, I actually met him on Saturday. I should have got some footage. I did take some pictures that I'll share because I went to that stargazing. And he doesn't think there's life out there. I mean, because, you know, the distance from the Earth to the sun, it's very rare that that's the right distance to make life happen. But there has to be life out there. Come on. I mean, not to get religious. We don't get religious or political on the show. But in the Bible, you know, there's there's angels. They say there's these three-headed dogs on burning chariots. It has to be aliens. What What we call angels have to be what they think are aliens. Come on. There's so much things you like. Well, there is a lot of um oh, there is a lot of alien symbology and theology as far as like disc-shaped um things, you know, golden glowing beings, people taking off into the sky, the heavens. Um you know, they, yep. there's all these different like illusions that people can Catholics believe it. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, at least in Rome there's a painting with Mary and God, and then there's like a UFO in the background of this painting from like the 1800s. I was like, what? Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. The, oh, space is just uh, makes your brain tickle. Yeah. 
Well, what makes my brain tickle is thinking about the beings that could exist within that space. Oh, what kind of beings are we talking about? Orcan well, beings? <laughs> oh, oh, because of the, yeah, that my pronunciation there. That's a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for all God. the dads out there, this ah. one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bang. Oh, Knock him oh. out the box, Luke! Knock him out! Knock him <laughs> out the box, Luke! Knock him out! Oh, I took knock uh, him out the box, Luke! Knock him out! Instead of knock him out the <laughs> box, Rick! <laughs> oh, it's a Star Wars gangster rap, 2004. Bro, you already know. We got Death Star! We got Death Star! Uh, I'm jealous. I didn't get what you got. So, <laughs> Hey, guys. The beer's coming back up. The Revenge of the Ooh. Astronaut's Ass. Holy crap, that Hefeweizen <laughs> slaps. Ooh, damn. This uh, uh, ring light gets me sweaty every time. I need every to start time. drinking on here. You know, Should I grab a beer, too? Dude, feel free to grab a beer. I'm going to grab a beer, because I feel like the last... Every podcast, you're drinking something, and I'm not. I need to get one. Hey, that's my boy. That's my freaking boy. Yeah. As Spock always said, may the force be with you. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to piss like off that. everybody out there. <laughs> you like to claim to be a fanboy. <laughs> but I don't think so. Hmm. What do you think, R2? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hmm. Holy crap. They're shooting. No, just kidding. <laughs> I changed my background. Uh, for those of you listening in, uh, got a little space theme going on. I'm in, I'm in the trench run right now from uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Wait, am I getting my Star Wars movies right? I could be. I hope so. Oh no! How much of this Hefeweizen have I had? I kind of want to go back to the Milky Way. Anyways, so I hope that you folks are enjoying the podcast so far. This little intermission here is um kind of like just kind of give you a moment to to stand up, clap your hands, take a stretch, <clears throat> crack your back. And now that I have my beer. It's the Pacific Sparkling Sunkissed Grapefruit. Pacific Sparkling Craft Seltzer. Made hard to drink easy. Is this local? No, yeah, Pacific Northwest. I don't know where, though, but yeah. maybe Portland. Let's try it. Yeah, j- I immediately got you the burps, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's because I like to eat too fast and drink too fast, but it tastes good. <laughs> that means I'll get drunk fast. <laughs> yeah, for real. I know I've been sipping on this for a little bit. Well, back on the topic of... Uh, uh, in the line of what we're talking about right now, um, mm-hmm. I got a book that a school was going to throw away called Alienology. Are Aliens Among Us? And I and it's a, kids, it's a book for kids, but I'm like, really? 
This is a book for. I mean, look at it. it's all it's all sparkly. It has like embedded diamonds in some of it. It's so sad to see people like um, throwing away kids' books here. I'm gonna switch the view and then go ahead and hold that back up for the camera again, real quick. Okay. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I, I looked at it and I wasn't gonna take it like ah, aliens, but then I forget. You know, we t- we hear about space all the time. We take it for granted. Some of us who aren't interested in it, but I'm like, but yeah, it's fast. So I mean, it has like. Just like uh, like little flip areas where you like flip things, read about it. And I'm like, oh, that is so cool. And like it has alien code and talks about like Stonehenge and all this stuff. Maybe some of it's just for fun, but there's actually like some facts about it too, like ancient tribes and all that stuff. I well, you know that ancient astronaut theorists believe that those civilizations were visited by aliens yeah and given technology yeah years ago and why i haven't come here well i mean they've probably been coming here all the time checking on us because now more than ever we're getting more and more footage that and in nasa and every or the military has verified that yeah we don't know what this is and we're admitting to it now what well, they should have done years ago but uh we're just now seeing now technology has been better to capture this stuff for us regular smojos or average joes whatever that word is but yeah i mean like it talks about planets and all that stuff that's in our solar system it's just like the anatomy dude this book how many pages is this oh there's no page numbers i mean it gets cartoony and kiddish at the end but this is definitely worth the read i haven't read it yet you know it takes a lot for me to read a book but i know this is going to be good that's why i kept it alienology by the Complete Book of Extraterrestrials. Uh, I don't know who it's by, but it's Alienology, The Complete Book of Extraterrestrials. Definitely recommend that. Oh, dude. That's actually pretty chill. It's um, kind of like how uh, kids or, you know, um, young adults would have like a, well, no, kids, I guess, would have like a dinosaur <laughs> book. You know, I had a dinosaur yeah. book, but this is like having an alien book. I loved the complete um, anatomy of an alien part. That was pretty cool, the little flip. Was, uh, it makes you wonder, cool. like, hey... Where did they get this information? I mean, like, I know it's like, hey, there was a government wrote this book. <laughs> I've got a top secret book. That brings me to another piece of the puzzle. And that being um, uh, government conspiracy theories surrounding aliens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, what do you got? Well, for one, we already talked about the government. Wait, um, are you bugged? We gotta be careful. We might get cut. Holy crap! They poisoned the me already, died. man. We gotta be careful. <laughs> oh, it must have been pretty weak. <laughs> okay, conspiracy theories. What do you got? I, I need to think of some. I need. Maybe this will be like a igniter for my brain. Well, um, uh. I had, I was going somewhere and I kind of lost my my thought train. Did I? Did my fake death like throw you off? Some somewhere I'll get it back. Um, okay, you were mentioning government conspiracy theories. Um. I don't know where I was going with it. Oh damn. Uh, 
Here's to uh, human brains forgetting so easily, which I do every day. <laughs> you know, maybe it's an after effect of the probing. I don't know. You know at this point, <laughs> oh, God. at this point, anything's possible. <sighs> I think I've been probed too many times. It doesn't affect me anymore. I'm kind of used to it now. Uh, but no, okay, no, no, that that okay, that brings me back a little bit. Um, oh, okay. I was going to talk about how um, there's different theories about the government. Um, obviously, you know, um, having a knowledge of extraterrestrials for some time. The point is, the government's controlling your thoughts and feelings about aliens through popular media and culture, so that it's more easily for you to accept it. Um, depending on what they want you to accept. So, for instance, the government's like, oh, hands up. Um, uh, we knew about aliens. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, here's this and that. And we don't even know. But, like, you know, I, I guess that kind of, in a way, seems to me like a ploy to try and, uh, win the people back as far as, like, their favor. They're like, yeah, we finally admit it. You know, shame on us. But we're just mm. as confused as you guys are. And, you know, while it's all well and good, you know, and, and people are less, um, I, I don't know what you want to call it. Like the idea of an alien is less shocking because yeah. we've been so overexposed to it. It's like, oh, an alien. Huh? Great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, there's an alien ship. Ah, they're coming back here again. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bob, there's a um, 25 kilometer metal disc floating above uh, Washington, D.C. Do you think we should be worried about that there? Oh, hey there, yeah, that UFO, I remember that one. They came over here from Utah over a month ago. <laughs> yeah, super scary. Like we're Canadian or something. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> no worries, I just have me beer and me old brew. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I, I don't know, like, that's, that's, that's just a thought, you know. Do you ever wonder, sometimes I think about, like, these alien movies that they, they like, try to just, like, show you what aliens look like. And I'm wondering, I wonder if some of these are actually what aliens look like. Not like the super scary ones, but like the ones that look more like the greys or something like that. Like, I'm like, it, it, be, I've seen like autopsy photos. Like, I don't know if it was real from the 50s or 60s. Remember that one where that leg of the aliens torn up with a big head? Um, that guy that I was telling you about, uh, Philip Corzo, I believe that back in 2017, when he first started giving all the information about the aliens that he had been privy to, um, I believe he was showing some of the old photographs and even, um, probably that one, you know, like that. Yeah. That's probably the exact one you're talking about. It's like the alien uh, sitting down like this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually, it looks like it has kind of humanish eyes. Like it's not all black. Like there's some white in there. That looks believable. That's what I think an alien would look like. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, ancient astronaut theorists believe that aliens have started spreading their DNA amongst humans to create some sort of alien-human hybrid that would become a superior race to the rest of us. But how would they be superior? Because they'd be... Like X-Men? Well, I guess, yeah, like some sort of mutant, you know, they, they'd have the best of (laughs) both, um, you know, species is what they're trying to do is what they're suggesting is that they're trying to make someone who's ultimately adaptable to earth, but then they're trying to make someone who's ultimately adaptable to, you know, space as well. Um, is the, is the suggestion a a new superior? I would love to suggest something on that note to the government. Hmm. 10 foot tall. Hybrid alien women. No, no, the, the, that one. We're talking about aliens oh. trying to create these. You, 
I mean, I guess maybe the you know what? Maybe that's a theory. The government's exactly trying the to create woman alien anyway. women. No, Death by Snoo Snoo. Don't do it, do it, though. Don't it's do death it. by snoozing, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to smack my face. <laughs> it's Shit. a fantasy. It's not real. Is it? But it is. We're going to need to insert like a William Shatner, like sex with aliens meme somewhere. <laughs> wow, well, it's uh, got three titties. It's got three I don't know who I'm supposed to do it. <laughs> I'm trying you, to think you, of other <laughs> theories, but maybe you pretty much hit the nail on the head with a good one. Um, I've seen a lot of footage, like two shaven white men with black suits walking into a building. They're like yes. FBI. Uh, they were supposedly aliens with red eyes. I mean, I don't know how they could see the red eyes. I couldn't see Jack's shit on that, except they were all pale white. Um, I've seen UFO footage. And some of the UFO footage, I follow UFO secrecy on Instagram really good Mm -hmm. for photo and video, mostly videos. But what I think aliens look like are also what what you see on the sea. Uh, Something like, not completely, but somewhat. Oh, and I got a good theory that I just came up with a couple days ago. Uh, But this, going back to what I'm just talking about now. um, Oh, shit. Now I have a brain fart. (laughs) What was I saying? Oh, the aliens are mad. The government's trying to not make me tell the truth. Oh, <laughs> God. So we, we, we see these UFOs, solid solid ships floating in the sky. Then, boom, they're gone. Or they come in groups of lights following each other. Or they shapeshift somehow. But they also look like, like germ molecules floating in the sky, like plasma, like with legs. And they, they go out and long, like something you'd see in the sea or something. Like... These are like organisms that are coming in from space. What I think there is, there's organisms like what you see floating in the sea that are in space and ships and other things just floating around in there that NASA tries to cut off from its satellites. When when you see the footage, they try to cut it off before because you always see these things fly by in satellite footage. Like, oh, what was that in the background behind this NASA astronaut floating in space? But... I also have a theory. We have weird-looking bugs, animals, sea creatures. What if aliens brought all that to Earth to preserve those creatures here that were that were starting to die off on other planets that are already dead from other galaxies or in the solar system? Hmm. Maybe Our aliens brought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we got some weird-ass bugs on this planet. Like, did they really come from me? I mean, they probably did. But you never know. That's just, like, my my one of my many theories. One of my many. You know, the aliens oh. might like have Noah's had some... Ark, almost. Yeah. <laughs> Am I lagging had... on... No, you're not. You're not lagging. Every... I tried to pretend like I was frozen. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> um, no, you're not lagging so far. Have you ever witnessed an extraterrestrial phenomenon or have seen anything growing up or recently? No, I never personally witnessed anything that I would explain as like extraterrestrial nature. To be honest, I mostly like 
um, kind of believe in them for the sake of just like believing, to be honest. It's not so much like I've had a personal proof. Um, It's just fun. But it can't be far fetched, you know? I mean, we got life here. What what makes you think a blink of life didn't happen somewhere else? Well, right. I mean, in this entire solar system, we're supposed to believe that like nothing exists out there, which is just blasphemy. That's just what a hard theory for me to believe. I mean, I can believe that aliens took, you know, a bunch of species that were dying out on their planets onto some sort of crazy space arc and brought them to Earth as some sort of conservationist scheme. Like, you know, I I can. But as far as I believe in that, like, mm, there's no life out there. That's a hard one for me because it's just such a vast, vast space i mean to use the word space literally and i just can't imagine there being like nothing else out there that'd be so crazy that and all these like billions and gazillions and quadrillions of like light years and everything that there's no other living matter out there besides on earth that's wild and there's a reason why they they don't want to tell us and that's that is the tormenting thing like why why do they hide so many things, the government? Why are there so many secrets? Why can't they just tell us everything? What's the big deal? Because you can't handle the truth. Yes, I can. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. To Tom Cruise, I can't do it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure the, the main <laughs> reason why the government, you know, does that stuff, I'm pretty sure it's because they're trying to control us to a point you know like they don't want people panicking you know the there's aliens the world's over like and then they tell us oh there's a lot of galaxies that are active with life right now that are that are cross coming in back and forth into our planet and we just have just been trying to hide it and it's just too much now we can't hide it anymore there's been life coming here every day for millions and millions of years Mm -hmm. mm-hmm What about those people that have those little like stone implants in their skin? They like they they dig them out. Those people that those witnesses, those witnesses that say they've been abducted or they've seen something or they, oh yeah, they impregnated my wife (laughs) or they I found this little (laughs) (laughs) aliens impregnated my wife. (laughs) Aliens impregnated my wife. I told him I couldn't do it and he helped me out. The alien gave me a loan for my house so I could buy it off my mortgage if I let him sleep with my wife. <laughs> and then he said, Nanu, Nanu. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rob Williams. Mm. <sighs> That's fair. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, but going back to what you were saying. Um, you believe in life. You believe in life out there. Easy. Yeah, to, to I do. I, I, I just want to know what the big secrecy is. What what like when we die, will we really find out what's going on? Well, that's the thing. Like why my brain is already hitting a wall because I don't I don't know how to comprehend it. Like, uh, <laughs> He's just like there's so of much the human brain, the vastness uh, of space. We need Einstein. Uh, what was that guy that passed away a few years ago? Uh they made a movie about him. He was in the wheelchair. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, Einstein, Bill Gates. I don't know if Bill Gates is a big AI, but I know Stephen Hawking, and Einstein. <sighs> Already gone. Hey, it would have been great to have it on the podcast. It had been a two-hour, three-hour one right there. 
He's probably up there with L. Ron Hubbard and everything, just chilling out, you know, on the spaceship. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have any favorite sci-fi movies? Hmm. I would say, yeah, Star Wars number one, Star Trek Next Generation's my number two. Mm-hmm. Can't be mad at Star Trek. But I would say my favorite, oh, man, this for, for action... It's got to be alien. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> it's got to be aliens. Oh wow! <laughs> you're really, you're really trying. <laughs> oh, I thought it would go through. I was like, can you see my head through this DVD? How stupid am I? I was, hey, there's my head. <laughs> That'd be weird. This is possessed. Uh, I would say I'm as much fascinated with space and aliens as I am with the paranormal. It's about the same equality for me. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, we got the cliche alien. I mean, Predator, Blade Runner, like a Japanese uh, cyberpunk kind of movie. Uh, We got Enemy Mine with Dennis Quaid and uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Great film. And then we got a favorite sci-fi comedy. Oh, dude. Nice. Nice. You can't beat Tim. You got... Actually, one they don't even mention on the front is Sam Rockwell. He was in another sci-fi from 2009 called Moon, where him and Kevin Spacey, who plays the voice of the ship, are just distance off, and he's cloned. Sam Rockwell has a clone Hmm. to carry on his mission. I don't want to give too much away. Great movie. But old school, Aliens, 90s, Galaxy Quest, modern right now, inter-fucking-stellar Matthew McConaughey. Murph! That's a fucking mind trip. That makes you think. Murph! Murph! Oh, hey, well, you know what? I feel like we can't talk about space without talking time travel. So, sure, let's go ahead and throw that one out there. Um, Time travel. Man, we were talking about aliens and stuff. We believe... That it's a possibility that aliens are able to travel through time and space. But black holes aren't time portals, from what I just found out. They just suck you in into a density so tight that, boom, you're gone. Mm, condensed into an infinitesimal speck. Yep, that that's the sad part. It's just black. I was like, oh, but I still like think it's a wormhole. Oh, wait, is that different from a, uh, oh, because in Interstellar, he goes through a wormhole, right? So it's different from a black hole. Mm, That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I can't believe he thought that 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 would work. He was just like, let's do it. (laughs) It was such a shot in the dark. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. I will admit, (laughs) the filming of that scene was so incredible. They did such a good job with this. See, he's he's riding in, and then the ship cuts off, and it's just him in this big metal bucket just flying through. He's just like, <laughs> well, hold on, wait. I, I think I'm, I'm not, I'm not using, I'm not using the back, uh, the right background for this. Hold on. He's just can like, we oh. make, can we make a little gif of that? Turn that into a gif. Lena, you're going too fast. <laughs> Imagine Bill and Ted trying to man a ship. 
Oh, but they did such a good job. Uh, hey, wh- you wh- should pass out in the X-Wing. Luke! Luke, are you there? Luke! <laughs> he passed out. And that's how Skywalker ended the legacy in a blink of an eye. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, I was going to say, what are you, my R2-D2? <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I almost hit the pitch, didn't I? It was pretty That's the close. the one thing about me. I have a high pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you up there, boy. You I'm a there. streamer. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, a that's streamer. What, that's what his wife says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't make this x That's for Discord and Twitch. Sorry. <laughs> if you like feet, go to the feet section. That's the oh, subreddit. Yeah, subreddit. R slash foot, you know. <laughs> my left oh. foot, and not the one starring Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> oh my gosh. What time is it? We gotta start wrapping this thingy. Oh, oh do you my have gosh. any favorite video games? Space video games. I actually got one thing because we want to talk about Nope, which is a key peel is just hitting them out with or wait. Oh no, yeah, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan uh, fuck it, I can't remember their names now. Jordan Peele, right? Yeah, Jordan Peele. It's yeah, Keegan Michael is... Keys and Jordan Peele. I still like that one where he's the rapper, and then that one guy's like, "Yo, I grew up in the hood, and I'm a straight lace man." The guy, titty, 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 boobies, butts. But I never knew that that guy could make such great film. Every movie he's busted out, he's really made sure it's not a piece of shit just for the money, but he actually does it with art and meaning behind it. If you haven't watched it yet, when Jordan Peele recreates the Twilight Zone series, or I won't say recreates, but like re- Oh, I forgot about that. Boost. Dude, it's so amazing. It's so freaking good. And you should definitely check it out. He has this cadence to his delivery that's perfect. And and it's just the way they craft a story. You can tell that there's a lot of love in the project. Mm. You've watched the movie Nope, though? No, that movie comes out. July twenty second. I need to buy next week. Back. Yeah, since I can't, you know, get movies via other outlets, I have to go to movies. I love how he bases his horror movies in some aspect of reality. For instance, yeah, and no, makes it more realistic. Yeah, beautiful. Like how he takes the um story of like the the first black like um you know horse trainers for for horses in Hollywood. And it throws in this alien story on top of it, too. I'm just like, well, what is that a spin? what Nope is about? Yeah, so basically, the girl, uh, Kiki Palmer, and I can't remember the guy's name right now. Forgive me. He was in, like, you know, Black Panther, and he was in uh, a bunch of other great, great films, uh, like Get Out and, 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 and uh, um, other movies. But this one in particular, they're um, this oh, family. he's in all of his movies now. Yeah. He's a go-to. Point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so they're playing the family, like the descendants of, uh, one of the first black families that raised horses for, you know, doing stunts and things in movies like cowboy films and stuff. And so they're, you know, pretty much, it looks like they're making some sort of documentary or trying to make like a series or gain some sort of popularity off of that fact for uh, probably like saving a ranch or farm. And then all of a sudden, boom, all this alien stuff starts happening. People are getting pulled up into the sky. People are racing horses against UFOs. Like it it looks wild. Yeah, it looks crazy. I can't wait. It's got Steven Yuen from um, The Walking Dead in it. It's got all these good 
actors, man. It's going to be a blast. I Yeah, that's one of the movies. I saw that trailer in the theater. I was like, what is this? I think I heard about it before I saw the trailer, but yeah. That movie is going to be a must-go see, especially if it's, you know, Jordan doing it. So I, you got to see it. I'm always waiting for to see what he does next to see because uh, what was the last one? Us? That was a trippy one. That was good. And you know what? You still because got the me guy, beat. The father in Us was also in Black Panther. He played that big, tough tribe guy that really hated him, that hated the Black Panther. Oh, and I didn't yeah. Know that. I didn't recognize him at all. I'm like, what? <laughs> I like that you uh, watch Black Panther, man. Black Panther 2 hopefully should be coming out soon. Wakanda forever. Oh, man. Everybody was saying that in Indonesia. All the kids. I'm like, really? <laughs> Come on. It. It's getting old. I mean, I was getting tired of it just as uh, the actor was. <laughs> he was it's like, come on. Oh, yeah, him. Thanos. The OG Thanos. Yeah, come and get me. <laughs> I like how Thanos, when they first showed him in the MCU movies, he looked purple and he looked different than he ended up doing. He changed in the after the second or third appearance as a at the end of one of the Avenger films. Technically, you could call Thanos an alien coming in and attacking the Earth. Doing some naughty alien things. I would not want to have that alien probing me, if you know what I mean. Ouch! <laughs> golden glove of justice. No kidding. Like I kind of feel like there could be a joke there, but I can't think of anything witty to say that would that would connect with the uh, the Avengers. <laughs> I do, I tell you what, that's definitely not a proctologist that I would want to call. That's for sure. <laughs> the Thanos finger snap. You ever heard of that? <laughs> oh, 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 fingers snapped that ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what would you do if you met an alien? What I would do if I met an alien. If I met an alien, yeah. I hit him with the what? No, I'm just kidding. Um, if I what met is an this alien. Independence Day? <laughs> Welcome to I, Earth. Right? <laughs> do, do. <laughs> oh no, he, he punched him. Then he said it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Independence Day 2, by the way, can we just, for one moment, oh, oh, I was so disappointed. (laughs) I think I watched that on the plane when I was going to Japan or something, because I have nothing else to watch. I'm like, oh, resurgence. Some parts were good, and I'm going to be honest, I forgot what happened in the movie. They basically did the thing that all these reboots do where they make homages to like famous, I mean, not famous, but like iconic scenes in the originals. But then it just feels like a pale copy and paste thing just with better graphics. And like even still, some of the acting was just like pale. And the president tries to give like a rousing Independence Day speech again. And he just gives it in such a dog ass, tired, like I don't care anymore fashion. It's the Here same we go guy. Again. But Bill yeah. Pax- was it Bill Paxton? No. Uh, yeah. Bill yeah. Pullman. Bill Pullman. Pullman, yeah. It was Pullman again, but he Love just him. played it so dog-ass tired. And it was just like, it didn't have any of the oomph from back in the day. You know what I mean? And this seen him is our Independence Day! Like, it had none of that. It had none of that. No oomph. If, oh, if I met an alien, I would ask him to take me on your fucking ship. Show me around the galaxy. Show me your world. Show me where you're from. Show me everything that the fucking government's not let me see. <laughs> let that's fair. See. I'd like to. I'd like to do that. Actually, that's fair. I, I did want to share. I, I never shared the moon pictures. Um, no. 
this was a close-up shot through a telescope of one of the uh, OMSI uh, astronomy uh, stargazing uh, members from the organization. He let he let me put my phone through the lens. That's pretty sick. And I kind of grained it out a little bit. Oh. Well, do you see that crater yeah. where the uh, where the one thing um, crashed the the rocket crashed into the moon? Oh yeah. Unfortunately, no. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, damn, a telescope can get such grab good. Like, I, I wish it was a super moon. That would have been even better. Oh yeah, but dude. This Telescopes is still amazing. Beautiful. Taking this with my phone. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, makes you almost want to get a telescope, doesn't it? I'll be going to another one of those, so maybe I can get better shots. Uh, one of the staff there that's friends with my wife was sharing the. Uh, she has like this little looks like a. Uh, that Disney robot Pixar thing. It's a white digital one that scopes oh. the area around you, and you have to download an app to connect to it with Bluetooth, and it digitally sends you the photos that it's taking. So it's like real legit photos digitally being sent to you. We saw the golden ring, the uh, the uh, what is it called? I am bad with these scientific names. But we saw the Milky Way. We saw all the shit that you couldn't see with a regular telescope because this one's digital and can somehow find this shit. it just boggles my mind it was about three thousand dollars though that piece of equipment she bought on her own money that's fair. crazy shit damn that's expensive that's exp- i could imagine <laughs> spending that much money on something like that Whew. but if you really want to see what real alien invasion would look like watch mars attacks <laughs> i'm so glad that you mentioned that before we ended the podcast brother because dude i love that movie i mean you brought it up last time in the yep. video about playing it on the playground um you know probably some sort of card or link in the corner about that you can skip the rest of this video go watch it if you feel like a bastard <laughs> if you feel like you're going back in time um but no man pierce brosnan um uh, you were talking about jack, jack black nicholson and jack nicholson and jack black oh both the Jacks, the good Jacks. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. It yeah. is just every. Oh, uh, Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid's brother. So they've both been in alien space movies. Uh, gotta love the it's Quaids, a, man. And guess who directed it? Tim Burton. It's a Tim Burton style, and he did it justice to what I guess. I guess it was based off a comic book series or a series of darker comics. But this one, the movie's kind of dark, dark humor. But uh, yeah, I would love to see a sequel, but I don't the know scene? if it's good. The scene where Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica get their heads put on the little dogs and the ship crashes, dude. Wow. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. (laughs) Why does she talk like the girl from Little Shop of Horrors? (laughs) Right? Um, I love you. (laughs) Do you have any favorite games? I will go back in the order that these games were released. We got Star Wars Battlefront 2004 for the PS2. Love Uh, that you invited me to your house, dude. To play yeah. that. Epic. I got both of them. Amazing. Then uh, two years later. Oh, no, a year later. Predator Concrete Jungle. You play as the Predator doing all the things from the first and second movie before there were other movies after the second one. Ooh, I need um, to put this in first v- uh, view so that we can make that big on the screen. Hold on. Yeah. Um, Predator Concrete Jungle. You can play as all the suits because this came out a year after Alien vs. Predator, which I thought was a great movie. But now I look back at it and I was like, eh, I thought the sequel was pretty good, though. Um, but you can have all the costumes from all the movies, some made up new, uh, well, new at the time of the game in 2005 costumes that are 
cool. And you actually do come across the aliens when you're inside of a ship that you're trying to escape from while there's a horde of these aliens chasing you. Oh, and damn. they'll bite you up. And you can see the little mouths coming out, too. Uh, the graphics are that, not that bad. Um, didn't age very well, but it's still fun. And then we got 2014's Alien Isolation. Your Sigourney Weaver's daughter looking for her mom. Uh, or something like that. Or her mom's already gone, and you're taking over where she left off. No, you had it right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. We never end up do finding her. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, and the DLC, you play as a Bernie Reaver, and you can choose as the other two other characters from the original 79 film, or 78 film, and you can play that. And this is a, this is probably one of my favorite modern-day alien games. And there's going to be a new one, Eric. You want to tell them about it? Oh, my gosh. So excited. So one of the companies that has made some of the best VR titles, um, like I want to say their name is Ser- Servios, um, S-U-R-V-I-O-S, something like that. Um, they are building a first person VR experience for aliens. And I am assuming it's going to be you hiding in lockers and lots of scary moments of you being like, shh, oh, I hear something. Wait. Oh my God. Wait. Oh, run, 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 run. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Is it based was, off the sequel? I, I don't know if they're going to be doing this as a VR sequel. Cause that would suck if it was a VR only sequel. For people who don't have it. From the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it, oh, it, I mean, it, I don't think it's going to be Alien Isolation just Aliens, in VR. 1986. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's just going to be like a copy and paste. But I haven't done enough research myself. But I, I, I think it might be a, somewhat of a sequel to Isolation, which would be super sick. And was that your only... Oh no! You brought up the, all the whole like freaking PS2 catalog. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take for me here, man. Um, Alien Isolation. Actually, I will keep that on my list as um, one of the top two for me. Um, it is actually a really solid um, game. Yeah. Not only faithful to the movie franchise, but just in general, it has the ability to immerse you into their own little universe. Like at one point, like did you get to the point where you unlock the flamethrower? Oh yeah, I beat the whole game like two times. Oh no, I it do remember fine. you. You did the whole like completionist thing. Yeah. That's fair. I did. Um, uh, well, I didn't platinum it, but yeah, that's too hard for my brain to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for me, my all-time favorite so far would have to be Dead Space Two. And I don't know there's if you ever sequel? played Dead Space, dude. There's three of them. Wait, what? I thought the first one came out like two years ago. Oh gosh, now now you're gonna make me find a, sh- a screen for, uh, to share with you here. Oh my god! So <laughs> while I'm pulling this up, Dead Space Two. Well, for people who aren't familiar with Dead Space in general, it's about um, a guy named Isaac Clark, and he winds up being an engineer on a space station, and that space station becomes infected with a space disease that causes people to turn into what they call necromorphs and necromorphs are these deadly space zombies that have the ability to um if not dismembered in the correct pattern have the ability to continue going on even after you've severed spines taken off heads um you know yeah they can still they'll just be like crawling after you with the one arm (laughs) Um, like a bunch of necrophilia 
kind of. I feel. I do feel like somebody was working something out there, just a <laughs> tiny little bit. Um, I mean, but there's Isaac. I'm making a connection here. <laughs> well, basically, you know, Latin is necro. Uh, necro is Latin for like dead. You know, for like okay. you know, dead body. So it's, it's oh, yeah, just a playoff. True. Of dead space, dead bodies, dead bodies in space. It's a science fiction game. As you can see over here, it was made uh, by Visceral Games, and it is yep. an incredible experience. Dead Space 2, however, ups the ante. So basically, as this engineer, you have to travel through this huge, immense space station, try to get yourself to freedom and safety, all while taking care of these necromorphs. And you have to use engineering tools to tactically dismember them. Well, in Dead Space 2, they up to Andy with your character being a little bit more psychologically unstable from this ancient alien artifact messing with his mind. It's called the Marker. And the Marker gives him these hallucinations. And so in the second one, you have to try and uh, figure out a way to uh, make it off another space station and another planet. And man, does it get even crazier with the body horror imagery and the amount of customization and weapons and armors that you're able to find. And they just tell such an incredible story. Like, it's such a horrific um, game. Like, there's a scene where you have to travel from this space, like, orbiting satellite on down to this, like, planet side yeah. um, station. And you freaking launch yourself and you're just flying through space. And the sound cuts off after you leave the space station. It's just you floating. And you can all you can hear is his breathing in the suit. <sighs> can you hear any like very very faint atmosphere around you? You're 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 as it, as he keeps going, you're starting to build with the of space, and then big huge monolithic pieces start floating yeah. into space. Like oh no, there's this like satellite that's in my way. Ah, but he like flies through the satellite, and then there's okay. like this. Then you finally make it planet side, and all the sounds come in. It's like the whoosh of your rockets as you're trying to it slow your me descent. Of an alien isolation moment <sighs> where you have to jump from one part of the ship to the other part of the other side or something when you're in the space. Dude, yes, it's a, yes, yes, yes. Alien isolation captured that feeling of. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Isolation At that in space time, perfectly. Oh, perfect. It was, mwah, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. So beautiful. Chef's kiss. I mean, sprinkle the fucking Parmesan. Maybe I can have Guinan make us some chef's kiss soup over there. Hey. I mean, you're, you are I, in the... I did transfer to uh, 10 forward. I was beamed over. While I was going to say, <laughs> you're definitely in the 10 forward over there. Beautiful. Hey, cheers, buddy. Cheers. Just kind of give me a little clink. You all need to not forget to wear your tin foil hats. Wear them every day. Protect mm-hmm. yourself from being targeted. True. That's just a little tidbit from, you know, host to coast. It's the end of the show. It's the arguably awesome recap. We're going to talk about what we actually talked about, just in case you forgot. Too long, didn't read. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, I mean, do you want to take us away real quick while I get another sip? You go. Go. Okay, well. We talked about conspiracy theories, UFO sightings. Uh, we didn't talk about monoliths. We'll have to bring that up again at some point. Definitely um, part two to that, yes. Movies, yes. the new movie Nope coming out, Aliens, the game that's coming out. Um, books, Alienology, the complete book of alien 
And we had talked about um, that book, uh, The Day After Roswell, um, with Philip Corso. Super amazing. If you haven't had the chance to check out that Alienology book or The uh, Day After Roswell, definitely um, give those a look. I mean, I believe that actually on Audible, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor. Okay. Let me just make that clear. They're not a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to it on Audible with a free trial uh, for for no monies. You can listen to the book, The Day After Roswell, for free. I was looking at it just earlier today. So, I mean, why waste your time? Go learn about aliens and how alien technology was reverse engineered and developed into technology that we use today, like laptops and smartphones, like the ones you're watching this on or listening to. I mean, honestly, I that's it's hard not to believe we were living in like the freaking dark ages and then technology advanced almost like a hundred freaking years in the blink of an eye. I mean, and- shit it. That's true. I mean, if Grand just, Theft Auto can have jetpacks, why can't we? We're definitely gonna have to have an episode where we talk about the hydrogen, uh, the hydrogen collider. Oh God! <laughs> oh, dude. Sounds like a drink. Got it. Fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> From zero to sixty, I got drunk. Collider. Uh, I barely even know what. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. Come on, Collider. Um, well, folks, feel free to um, comment on the video or, you know, find us on the Facebook group to search Arguably Awesome Podcast. Um, you send us the invite or, uh, you know, the request. We'll let, we'll let you in. We're nice. It's, it, it may be a, like a public group, but we still we still got to let people in. You know, we got to be cool like that. Um, find us on the YouTube where you can see more footage like this. <laughs> hey, and remember what Captain Picard told. The Enterprise. I am your father. I think you're still crossing your references there, bud. You're not I'm supposed to cross purpose. the streams. I want to trigger those fans that hate Star Wars, but and <laughs> I'm a trigger starter. All right, go mm. forth, conquer, live long. Oh, I can't do it with that hand. Live long Yay! Yeah. You et phone home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. It's been so exciting, guys. Um, thanks again. I'm Airflow, and this is your host. Oh, wait. Hold on this way. And this is your oh Fusion Dance. <laughs> we just need that old bald guy from uh, the Six Flags. Oh, there you go. Jeez. I wonder if any aliens are like watching this right now. Do you think? like? Yeah, we're we're the sitcoms that they watch, and we watch ones about aliens. Hey, there you go. <laughs> and we're the, the ones aren't the real. They don't exist. <laughs> and we're over here talking shit on Whoa! aliens. Oh, <laughs> we shouldn't have said that. You just uh, almost disintegrated. They almost evaporated you right there. I know. They're already hacking into the stream. I mean, we had oh. brain farts today. Uh, meshing into the thing. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I did forget to wear my foil hat. Oh, I can't do that. That weird. You're trying to do the like. I can't zoom out. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. Are you trying to like move past your camera? Thanks for tuning into the Outrageous Audio Podcast. A Cardinal Flow 
We'll join you next time. <gasps> Boom. Like a high, make a hiney, hiney ho. Ooh, hello. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Whether you're promoting products, have something you want to say to the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Mm. Podcasting is fun, cheap, and an easy way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories within minutes of wrapping up recording, and it even includes a website, analytics, promotion tools, and custom audio players, and more. Once you've uploaded to Buzzsprout, you can track your stats across directories like Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so on. All you need to get started is a quiet space, a pair of headphones, and some of those ASMR speaking tones. You know, sometimes that the coast really gets turned on when they hear it. <laughs> That's right. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the description or show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, which also helps support our show and many others. Get out there and start creating.